coming of age. The podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Here we are, episode 215, Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. We are two individuals that have not met in real life. Been doing this for quite a while, social distancing. I live in Iowa. My name is Colin Flynn, and my co-host is Mr. John M. Craig. Hey, what's up, Colin? How's it going, man? It's been a, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. That means it's been a while. Um, and uh, you just you just dropped three episodes of the podcast, which I don't remember what we talked about. Right? You just I, dropped them recently. Yeah, and I, I don't have much idea what we talked about either. Usually, I'll go back and kind of yeah have an idea, but I, yeah, yeah, I was I was procrastinating like no one else can procrastinate. I think I was uh, yeah. I just. I had to edit one because we had we had technical issues, and so uh, I can't remember which number it was. Two twelve, I guess. Um, yeah, there was uh, glitches, and we had stopping and starting of audio, and things just went haywire that day technically. And so I had to actually get in and and kind of move things around a little bit more than I wanted to, and I just uh, could not move my lazy ass in the direction of doing it. And then uh, yeah, all right, so we're back on track. It's all good, you know. It's all good in the hood. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I am. Uh, I'm also a procrastinator. I have. Um, I am. Uh, what am I doing here? I'm, I'm a little distracted. Um, my brain is shut down. I've got too much going on here. I've been off for ten days. Um, the the TV show uh, that I was working on had a uh, COVID. A positive case that happened in zone a and zone a is like where the actors close to where the actors are right. kind of deal and what they have to do is when someone tests positive is they have to contact trace um everyone and i did not get contact traced mm-hmm. so i clearly i there was no concern and then you have to self-quarantine, you have to get tested and test out. So we shut down. We were supposed to have finished shooting, four more days of shooting. Um, today is uh, Sunday, April 18th. We were supposed to shoot uh, Monday through Thursday and be done by Friday, a, a few days ago, the 16th. So uh, we, we pushed and uh, we'll be uh, going back to work on Tuesday for four more days of shooting and then I should be done. So it's been very odd to go from uh, being on the clock for somewhere between 70, eh, 72 and 85 hours in a, a five-day period. There are only 120 hours in a five-day period. Um uh, total and so you know there's not much time to do anything else and i've probably talked to this talked about this in one of the three episodes um or all three of the episodes is there's not much time other than to get ready get to work and get home from work and uh, uh sleep very little you probably you know somewhere between two and a half and five hours of sleep so that's where i'm at yeah. So when they when they shut off like that, do you uh, you don't have to answer this? You can tell me just to mind my own beeswax and 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 you know re um, refuse to answer. But do do they pay you for any of that? Like in the off days? Is that- uh, so no. On the downtime, I actually texted into the union to let them know I was available. It seemed that that was the thing to do, and I, I didn't know if that would mean that if I got on something else, I wouldn't come back to this job. Mm-hmm. You know, I kept the rental vehicle. 
um, on Staten Island at, um, you know, the family home that I grew up in. Uh, that's where I stay during work week because it's a lot closer to, you know, getting to work than New Jersey. And so uh, the I will I had to I had to test COVID test on Friday the 16th, two days ago. When you're when we were recording this, and you've had now. your first vaccine, I've had my first vaccine. But that's I, as far as I know, the vac I've had the Pfizer shot on um, I don't know about three, almost two and a half weeks ago. Okay, and so yeah, and so I think on like April second or third, something like that. And then I, I'll I'm scheduled to get my second Pfizer uh, vaccine shot on Friday. No, Saturday, the 24th of April, next Saturday. But I don't think there's any bearing on how that's, you know, at this point for the the film and television industry, right? In terms of the logistics of, you know, social distancing, masks, and uh, constant testing. Yeah. Did you see right. any of the, ra I, the, rant, yeah. the rant from Bill Maher last weekend? It's been... Uh, I did not. No, I haven't. No. Okay. Well, he was he was basically talking about the idea that, um, and, and he cited what where his uh, where his uh, thoughts were coming from. He gave uh, he talked about um, certain uh, people that were uh, doing uh, research and polling, and and uh, you know, it was pretty fact based. Uh, it was like a almost eight minute thing that he did that uh, has been circulating on the internet. But he was talking about the idea that. Um, in the United States, at least, I, I believe is, uh, I don't know if it's, you know, what the situation is in, in other countries, but um, that like 94% of what the, the press uh, is talking about uh, in, in, in terms of COVID, it's all negative coverage. And it's all, um, a lot of it's uh, things that are um, not fact-based. It's a bunch of anecdotal, you know, stuff that's, you know, they're, they're, mm -hmm. they're trying to get, they're, they're going for clicks and, and uh, trying to get people into, you know, look at articles and stuff. And um, it's uh, overwhelmingly negative. And if something does come forward that, uh, you know, um, is uh, pretty simplistic that they're, that, you know, simplis simplistically positive. Something about like the idea that um, maybe hospitalizations are higher in some area, but deaths are, are, you know, way lower in some cases. Like I know here in Iowa, we had days and days uh, here recently in April where there were no deaths, um, like zero. And um, so, but no, that stuff doesn't get reported, is what he was saying. And um, the idea that there's, uh, you know, that there's a, there's a mindset now that is just uh, based around the negativity of of the the idea that we should be almost like happy about the the, the negativity and of of the whole thing, and that we should be doing things that don't make sense, um, is uh, preposterous. He also uh, cited something that um, I would not have been aware of, which was um, the more uh the more your political leanings are to the left the uh the less likely it is that you have a um that you have a knowledge and understanding of uh what actually is going on with covid and uh, infection rates and hospitalizations and um things like that uh that is actually uh scientific or knowledge based uh, basically uh left liberal um, the more uh, you're on that team, uh, on that tribe, the the least uh, you you have less information uh, that's fact based in your head, because the uh, 
all the all the news sources are trying to throw things out there that don't make sense. And he and he, and he cited a bunch of sp- specific examples of uh, questions that were asked in some of these this polling data and stuff. That was um, things like, mm-hmm. if you get COVID, what's the likelihood that you're going to be in the hospital? If you get COVID, what's the likelihood that right, you're going right, to die? Things right. like that. And so there's one school of thought where people are like, and, and I think probably at the far end of the other side of things, to be fair, there's people that you know either don't believe that it even exists or or they're doing stupid things to to spread it so um you know there's there's both sides but he he pointed out something that i thought was good which is the idea that um for fuck's sake if people are vaccinated twice um and i looked up the statistic on this if you're if you once you get the second vaccination you're two weeks past that the likelihood that you're going to be hospitalized which i think is probably pretty um if, if you, it's not that high to begin with but it's I not, don't know the exact statistic, but then it becomes even lower, and the it can, number it's, it's, it goes into f- to understand the number is you got to go a little bit deeper to understand your chances before yeah. and your chances after, and it's it's a lot more nuanced than just throwing out some percentages, right? It, it is, and CNN, I guess, apparently had a, a, a series that they did here recently about talking about um, the number of people that on a plane that would be infected, you know, and it was totally the the, the way they approach the science or their, their understanding of what they thought the science was saying was completely wrong. But, um, but uh, it's, yeah, it drops down into f- four digits uh, of, of a per, you know, less than a percent. So, you know, you're in the hundred thousandth range of, uh, it's like right. so small that, you know, it's just not going to happen. And he's just basically saying for fuck's sake, uh, you know, um, get vaccinated and then you know all this masking theater and all the 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 sh- shit that goes on um is based on a lot of jabberwocky in a lot of cases um you know um it, it's just goofy I'm not, and i'm not saying that uh somebody on your set didn't have it because i'm sure that they did and uh there's concern for that but uh you know who knows right and and, and so i again i i, I because of hipaa laws yeah i don't know who the person is but because of the people i drive i'm privy to information that i wouldn't normally or shouldn't be but at the same time i did not see a positive test yeah or associated with a name right wasn't you if i were on the covid team i would have possibly if i was a high-ranking member of the covid uh, team that has to do the contact tracing then certainly i would have known because you have to contact trace right and so now i would assume they don't tell the person who they're contact tracing who tested positive but because of the way a film set and television set works um you know uh, you you deductive reasoning right you could because you mean the whole job shut down so it's not like we went back to work on tuesday and then that person wasn't there yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean you could figure it out because there's certain people and if it's so anyway so if the person whom i think got it got it they are very close to the uh, actors when the actors are not wearing pp sure right? yeah. so so it, you'd be hard pressed not to contact trace people that you couldn't shoot the show with and it would be a fair number of people that were in close proximity of this person yeah. Now, and so, so kind of knowing that it wasn't surprising to me two days later when the job shut down and they didn't know exactly how long it would be shut down for, but I guess, you know, the 10 days seemed right based on t- 
like I saw when I got tested on Friday, I saw a production assistant, a young kid, and he was in his car. I think he was double masked and his window rolled up like to maybe like two inches. He's like, hey, John. I'm like, hey, what's up? And uh, he's like, I was contact traced. I'm just being safe. He's like, I already tested negative, but I got to test again. And so I'm like, cool. All right. I wasn't. I guess I wasn't in contact with that person. Um, yeah. I just, you know, and yeah. so, so I think, I especially think that because of the industry and because of the agreement and the rules that were agreed upon is that I don't know the exact number because I haven't seen this. I think at one point I came across the document, but I don't remember exactly, you know, how it worked. But I think unmasked for, you know, unmasked actors in contact with someone, even if they were wearing PPE, you know, for more than 12 minutes, that's going to shut down a job. Right, right. I can't remember the number. I don't know if it's 10 minutes, 12 minutes, or 15 minutes. It's it's somewhere in that range, I believe, you know? Um, so I think once you make the rules and the, uh, the you know, the producers and the unions agree to those rules, you're going to stick to them. And, uh, you know, at some point, will they do a whole vaccination thing and change the rules? Maybe, but I don't think it's happening anytime soon, you know, maybe later in the year, but, you know, time will tell and, you know, we'll see, you know, I think that'll be across, you know, not just the film industry in other places too, you know, events, you know, you can go to this sporting event if you are vaccinated. Right. Right. Which that becomes a whole nother thing. You know, it's like, you know, if you're not vaccinated, you got, you know, you got the scarlet letter, you know, you got the X on your, you know, I don't know. It's it's a weird space. It it is a weird space. And we're getting into, uh, I, there's going to be the scenario that, you know, like the, the football game type thing or whatever. Uh, I think we're going to have, um, it's a slippery slope. It's a strange thing. I was talking to um, uh, my cardiologist. Uh, just had a, a just a regular checkup, and um, he's not American. Well, uh, I, he's, I don't know if he's got citizenship or not. He he may have, but he's originally uh, from Pakistan, without giving any mm-hmm. names out or anything. But anyway, he um, he's uh, he, he's really tuned into a lot of things with social media and. Uh, um, he's uh, especially with his own country, and he's he's uh, uh, um, devout. Uh, I don't remember which sect. I think he's Muslim. I'm pretty sure. He's a religious guy. Anyway, good, good guy. I like him a lot. But uh, he uh, he was telling me that um, we got just briefly on the idea that's talking about you know some of the world event type stuff, and he said that um, there are places where. They have rolled out some of these, some of these rules, and some of these, you know, these COVID-based, uh, you know, sanctions, or, or, you know, states have put up mandates that you you can do this and you can't do that. And uh, speaking as a Pakistani, he was like, uh, "That's great." And, and I said, "I don't know if it's great, really. If they they should, you know, some of this stuff, I think, was an overreach in a lot of cases. I think they, you know, were shutting things down that should have never been shut down, and time will tell that." Um, there were a lot of mistakes that were made and he uh told me he said well in in uh, new zealand where they he said they did a really good job of containing things you know in new zealand what's well, a fucking island and it's there's like four hundred thousand people you know it's a not a, not a big population and it's an island it's a very remote island where they where they cut the world off you couldn't go and um it was you know 
shut off from the rest of the world. So yeah, they didn't have for, any yeah. cases. Uh, uh, correction, 4.9 million oh, in 4. New Zealand, million. but I understand okay. it's a large, yes, it's a large, you know, okay. large so, for yeah. what it is and you know, large yeah. enough and it's spread out. But so they've sure. got a total population that's uh, that's more than the state of Iowa, but I think Iowa and, uh, Iowa's population is about like Connecticut. It's like close to between three and four million, close to that. So states that you, you wouldn't consider, you know, big population centers necessarily. Um, or, you know, that's that's the whole country. But anyway, he told me, he said, they're getting ready to enact based on their COVID shutdown. Um, they, they've got some things that they think are going to work in, you know, to, to keep the public health in, in 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 order and he said because this is a respiratory thing he said they're going to outlaw completely smoking of anything vaping products smoking cigarettes smoking cigars Hello, who said this who's doing this new zealand the the country of new zealand is got this on on uh, on the docket they're they're i don't know if they've totally passed it or if it's if it's gone all the way through their uh you know whatever their congress or however their government works but um there's a major push being made right now in in New Zealand. If okay, but this caveat he said was for anybody born after 2004, this law would apply in New Zealand. So if you, if you were born after 2004, if you get caught smoking, that would be uh, against the law. And I was like, well, I go, how are they going to? What's the punishment? Well, that's What's what the I punishment going to be? Well, that's what I said. Is this going to be like you know the uh, is it the Philippines or wherever where they cane people in public or what? Are they, what the fuck are they going to do? And I don't. I think that if somebody uh, wants to smoke a cigar, I'm not saying smoking is good for you or it's something that uh, you know the. Uh, I think people should do much, um, but I sure as fuck don't want to say you can't. Uh, I, I really don't. Um, I don't. I'd rather you not do it around me. Um, I know it drags down. Yeah, I'm with you there. I don't want. I don't want it being done around me. Yeah, it drags down. The, maybe cigars occasionally. Um, I've got a weird. Yeah, it doesn't bother me as much. I have a weird trigger, a memory trigger thing with cigars. When when I was a, you know, when I was a kid, a little kid. Uh, when we had company uh, relatives over, I had uncles and uh, and re relatives that smoked cigars and smoke. And they, when they, uh, they all got together, when I was a little kid, I remember that smell of cigar smoke. And for me, when I smell that, it's it's a very uh, it gives me a uh, very good feeling. I mean, it makes me it, it feels like sure. Uh, I don't know. It's it's a strange yeah. thing, but yeah. um, uh, smell. If you have a good sense of smell, uh, memory sense for smell can be really vivid bring yeah, you right yeah. back to that time yep. you know for me it's a it's a it's a pipe my my grandfather my mother's uh, father did smoke a pipe occasionally and i like he had this like cherry smelling tobacco and yeah. today i was driving in my car uh next to a guy black bmw guy looked like he was about 70 ish very thin white hair and he was smoking an old school pipe and i was like yeah i got it's like i couldn't smell it but i was like yeah you don't that see guy. that i don't see that often yeah. yeah i wanted to take a photograph of the guy i mean it was it was the light had just turned green i couldn't but i was like that's some old like it was like he was a time traveler yeah yeah where do you where do you get that shit from i mean this yeah, time right. traveler thing i was thinking okay uh I've I've heard lately uh, somebody was quoting um, Elon Musk as uh, saying that um, he's uh, convinced I guess apparently that we're we're in a we're in a simulation uh, you know that we've heard the sim simulation theory that um, 
there, some people think that, you know, that life isn't actually real, that there, there, it's a simulation that's going on. There's some, there's some bright minds in the world that actually believe that uh, is the case. Not, a, not that it's going to happen, that it's already happened. And I think if it's already happened, I was thinking about this, the, 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 who, who's ever running the simulation, who's ever the, doing the, the coding, the writing? The puppet master. Yeah, yeah. They're doing a shitty fucking job because I'm getting the same extras. Um, and they're pretty boring fuck I, d I don't have any like uh any like you know if if you were playing a video game as an example there'd be there'd be a there'd be a time traveler with a pipe and that fucker would have some sort of magic tokens or something there you know there there'd be some crazy stripper chick that uh you know knocks on the door there there'd be some shit going on that's not just you know the kind of banalities <laughs> of normal fucking living i i would have I would have better stuff in my simulation. I would hope. Either that, or they're just stingy with the fucking uh, with the with the extra tokens. Or you know. well, I mean, listen. You know what shocked me is that, of course, I looked up the population of um, of Connecticut and, and Iowa. Yeah. They're pretty damn close. Like yeah. within like two hundred thousand. It's I like know. shocking. I was like, how the hell do you know that? It's bizarre. Um, it's bizarre. I don't know the population of Cedar Rapids. Um, uh, but like, I'm sure it's it's relatively small, and if you spend most of your time there, of course you're going to have the same extras. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I have to say that that kind of same thing happens when you go to um, when you go to um, like uh, big cities. Yeah, I used to find this all the time when I lived in Manhattan. I would get on the subway and I would see the same people, and I would see see the same people I don't know every day. Why? You know, if it's a simulation, they, they see it can't be a simulation because that makes no sense. Because you would have to have occasionally somebody would walk in with uh, you know something completely, an Easter egg person would have to come in with some weird shit going on, that is completely sure. out, out of the context of the rest of the simulation. Otherwise, these are the worst fucking coders, writers, I don't know, puppet masters. The, the, I don't. I, no. You know, I, I listen. I, I've thought of you see when when you first mentioned that idea, it starts to mess with my head. And I, it, to the point of like, it's like, it's like, I don't know if you've ever said a word, you know, like, um, um, I, I, I'm trying to think of a word, cotton, 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 and you're just saying cotton, and then it, it loses meaning. And then before you know it, it's like, what is, and then I start to get into this, what does it mean, man? Like, I don't even understand what's real, what's not. Like, what is this, this is word? Crayon. I'm looking at a word? crayon yeah. right now. It's a black crayon. I found it in a chair. It may have been from when the kids were little, and it's just like, crayon, crayon. So, I, so the whole idea that this is a simulation scares the hell out of me. Um, I, when, when I do remember, though, when I was, when Andre and I, uh, many years ago, my ex-wife and I were on our honeymoon and we didn't have it planned. It was almost like spontaneous. And we went to Santorini in, in Greece and we walked there. And if you've ever seen a, an old school parliament cigarette ad, um, you won't see that in New Zealand in 2025 or beyond. But uh, it was this beautiful picturesque blue sea. And these like white like um, clay these homes like domes beautiful and that's what Santorini looks like and when you first get into town you go up to the top of like where these there are these beautiful sunsets and I swear you see this home and there'd be the shutters would open and there was this Greek woman who must have been a hundred and three and you're like how's this not a simulation that person's <laughs> not real this is not real this is here not for Americans but there's something weirdly oddly 
fake about it, right? Is it an animatronic? Is it a hologram? Like, and he just enjoyed, and and everything was not perfect because we're we're married, and this is the honeymoon. It's just like that. How? Huh? What? <laughs> like, but that's just the lady. Maybe I don't know. I didn't talk to her. We didn't speak the same language. I don't think I was meant to talk to her. For but I start to get those Truman Show ideas of like yeah, the whole yeah, thing's yeah. a simulation. So, you, you know, know, as for as, uh, okay, I was just thinking about that too. I was thinking so, and I was thinking how ordinary, you know, if you if you come to Iowa, it's very, what I would call very ordinary. It's like there's, there's like I'm complaining about that the people are, are just, uh, they're not that woman from Greece. We we don't have uh, an azure colored sea in front of us with with uh, white domed houses and, and uh, built on the side of the mountain. You know, we don't have any of that sort of thing. And it looks, you know, I go over there like you, I'm going to look at that, I'm going to like, holy fuck, look at that, that is fucking amazing. This has got to be fake, almost. But um, I'm sure there are people that come out to the midwest if you're from greece and that's where you grew up and you come out here you'd be looking around going look at that motherfucker in bib overalls holy shit he can't be real <laughs> nobody's that stupid he's got a trump sign <laughs> Wait, <how the> fuck? <laughs> that can't be real he's still got it up uh, right? listen i felt i felt that way about trump even though i knew he existed I know, I know. since the 80s i yeah. got to a point where i was like this can't be real right it, it's it's <laughs> i you know what i honestly it just hit me right now is what i really cannot wait for for disney world to open up and go into the hall of presidents because i can't wait to find out what the imagineers at disney do with trump i can't this oh my god i've, I've i haven't been this excited in like five years well, as weird as it as weird as it is you know his whole situation was um they're gonna have to whether they whether they want to or not they're gonna have to you know treat him like like the other ones they're gonna have to do like he know, was a president like sure. he was credible like all that you know like it all was <laughs> like it all made sense and you know uh 50 years from now at some point or whatever when nobody really you know is uh, alive that or whatever how many years that'll be 100 years from now when nobody actually you know has boots on the ground really remembers <laughs> what was going on you know trying to describe that is going to probably uh, hopefully it'll be weird because we won't have anything that's uh, that bizarre to compare it to so yeah it's uh yeah i i i have you know, the last time uh, we recorded a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, I probably I mentioned I'm sure I mentioned that I'm, I'm under a rock like I am in a, you know, just working and I'm not really listening to a lot of news, paying attention to much other than my little microcosm of my little, you know, engineered world of fakeness. Mm -hmm. And uh, so so I don't really. I've, you know, I've picked a little bit here and there and, and stuff that I don't even really want to talk about because I don't know enough about it. And a, some of the stuff that I've seen in the news, the complexity of it, the sadness of it, you know, whether it's a police shooting or whatever the case may be, it's like, I don't know, man, I don't, I don't know that I want to weigh in on that, you know, and I, I don't pay attention to social media much. Right. So I just, I live in this bubble and yeah. I, I, think i kind of like it for now you know it's it's getting that second vaccine and working you know just getting a second vaccine because well you know i mean i'm gonna do it i you know yeah uh, it's it's uh i think it's a step forward i don't know what's gonna happen two months from now six months from now i don't know you know i'm a little uh, i'm a little I, over a week i hope a little over a week i hope too. yeah and i hope but i hope you listen i still 
hope and and you know for that day when we go back to normal and this becomes a distant memory and every now and again you'll see someone wearing a mask you go like okay you know like when you go through like chinatown in new york city and way before this there are plenty of people that wear the mask and it seemed completely bizarre so it doesn't seem bizarre but maybe you're just like okay all right then it's wearing a mask cool yeah whatever my my thing i see people you know that i'm i'm pretty sure when, when i see like yesterday uh, uh walking uh, down our block i saw an older couple and uh they both had masks on it was a really uh nice day sun shining they were walking down the sidewalk nobody near them nobody anywhere near them and they had the the big masks on and i was thinking well that's a bad way to take a walk but then i was like but well, you know i i don't care i mean i i i'm at the point now for me like i said a week past the the second vaccine uh, you know, in a week or so, uh, that I will have uh, hit the CDC uh, window of uh, you know that you, this is as good as it gets until there's some sort of sort of an update or something that uh, may happen six or twelve months from now, and I'm fine with that. Um, do do I guess what what I'm thinking is I really don't care if anybody else at this point has the vaccine or not. That's up to you. Do it uh, if you if you do it if you're not doing it and you get sick that's on you um i'm i know the chances of me getting at this point are if they're infinite in they're very small i just want to say infinite infinitesimal they're they're fucking tiny and uh they even if i did somehow get one of these breakthrough cases that the uh that the press is trying to scare the shit out of everybody with still because 94 percent of the reporting is negative um I'm not. I'm not gonna end up at the hospital. So um, it's. It's not. You know. At this point, uh, I'm gonna live things life as normal as possible. And if they're in a situation where somebody says mask required, I'll put the mask on if it makes you feel better, uh, and, and it makes sense. But other than that, I'm not. I'm not concerned about it. Um, well, yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't expect like it gets to a point where. All right, I'm vaccinated. It's more than two weeks out, and there's a place where you're going to mask. And I'll be like, I don't really want to wear the mask. No, I'm still good. I'll wear the mask. Not a big deal. Like, I'm not going to be the guy fighting that. When I was on Staten Island a couple of days ago, um, the day that I had to get COVID tested, you know, I took the work car into Brooklyn, got right, tested right. on Friday, and I stopped at this uh, the sandwich place. It's called Royal Crown you know, bakery and they make these great sandwiches. I didn't even know it existed, even though it is literally like a mile away from my family, the family home that I grew up in. But when I was working, when we were on Staten Island shooting there, there were a bunch of guys, because Teamsters really will talk about food, like food and cars and traffic. Great sandwiches. Great yeah, not all Teamsters, but the ones that I work with. <laughs> and But if a, a great sandwich, they can't pass it up. You know, do they say it really they, is a great sandwich. Do they call it a sandwich? Do they? Do they? Is there a? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I, I think that no. I, I, a hero. A hero. I don't know what we call it in New York. Okay. I think it's a, a, a hero, but um, in other places it's a hoagie. Like in Philadelphia, it's right. a hoagie. Okay. But anyway, yeah. So so uh, the uh, yeah, so. I, I go into the place and it's kind of crowded and you know it's like there's people are sitting down on the patio and then there's a takeout place where you walk in and it's like a nice deli and you go and place your order. There were plenty of people that walked in that had their masks on, their surgical mask or whatever mask they're wearing with the nose down a little bit or this or whatever. And I don't really get in. I just make place my order and then I just get the fuck out of there. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deal with you know it was only that one time in connecticut when i went to a grocery store and the dude was just not wearing his mask at all and i'm like i just avoided the guy and i'm just like huh that's 
interesting. You know, I've seen plenty of people do the thing that I've done where you're in the parking lot or somewhere and you, you're walking toward the grocery store or whatever it is. And then you double back because you literally forgot your mask. Yeah. I, and I've done yeah, that a number yeah. of times where it's just like, and, and the, one of the best things that my boss on this job told me when I was talking to him early on the job, we didn't get into politics or what we believe about any of this, is I mentioned my mask. I got this disposable KF-94 Korean mask, which I really like the shape of it and how it fits, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever. I said, my mask. And he said, I don't call it my mask. I call it a mask. And I'm like, and I kind of was okay with that. I was like, you know what? Good, good. You know what? You're not marrying yourself to this mask forever. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. You're wearing it. You got no problem wearing it, but it's not mine. I'm not possessive about my mask. I think, you know, I think that actually I bought a box of, uh, well, we bought a couple of different boxes, but um, I bought a box, I think it was 75, we're in the box of, they're just black, the, the paper type, black mask. And surgical, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, so, uh, yeah. you know, I, I've been using those when I have to, and I have avoided the the mask shopping of something more customized i think just because i'm kind of got that same attitude i don't want to get like all of a sudden go you know i really I, I i got a nike mask and i really love it and it's you know i don't i don't want to have any any yeah i don't want to have any, years from now you just put yeah. it on you can go out because you're like you know what we're seeing a concert what are you wearing the mask i don't know i kind of miss the mask I miss the old nike mask you know whatever yeah, yeah. no yeah i i but I I know that there are people that uh, that are that are into it, and we're gonna have, um, we're gonna we're gonna have mass now. They're just gonna be in in the in the world. It's in the United States the way they are yeah. in, in other countries, and that's I I do not give a shit. Yeah. like I said, I, if you want to wear one, fine. I think it's a little goofy sometimes, but I do a lot of goofy things that uh, yeah, make yeah. no sense. So you know, for me to make fun of yeah. somebody else, no, I'm not no. Yeah, yeah. Right. so some good some good things about my job shutting down. Yeah, is uh, so you know I don't get to see Susie much um, when I'm working because of the hours, you know, and she works in retail. You know, she's a store manager at a clothing store, and she um, so you know I would mostly see her every other weekend, maybe, and it would be like I would if she's working on a Saturday, I may have gotten home at five in the morning. So I'll sleep like three hours, get in the car, and meet her for lunch. Now, if it's a weekend that she doesn't have her children, then I will go up to her place, and we'll I'll stay there until Sunday. But once, because I usually have to pick someone up at 5.30, 5.45 in the morning, like, I can't be in Connecticut. It's too far away. You know, I can't be in New Jersey. It's too far away. Like, and I start yeah. to, even with you, I'm like, I, I don't want to record the podcast. I can't do it after a certain time. Right. So, you know, and it's it just, it's my mindset, right? Of like this whole ritual of like, I need to just shift gears because I want to be in bed by eight, nine at the latest. I want to be asleep as soon as possible. And then maybe I will get four hours of sleep, you know? Because it's not easy to fall asleep when it's still light out. That for me, it's not easy to fall asleep before a certain time. So seeing Susie was a bonus. And when the job shut down, I had gone up this past, uh, you know, a week ago Saturday, and um, and I met her for lunch. We had lunch. Then I went to her house, uh, hung out with her dog, walked the dog, whatever. And uh, then Sunday, you know, we so we had one day together, and then Sunday. 
she had to work, so I was going to meet her again for lunch, and that's when I found out that the job shut down. But I didn't tell her, and I didn't cancel lunch, because now we're not shooting on Monday for sure. So she's off on Monday, so mm-hmm. I'm going to stay. And it was like bizarro world, so that was great. But then I've been off this whole week. I've run a lot. I don't know how many miles I've run, but at least four times. I went trail riding in like a state park like uh, on a mountain bike for like 45 minutes, which I'm not used to. My friend Evan is. And uh, I've probably lost about five to seven pounds. Totally good thing because I've been doing the intermittent fasting thing for two weeks. You know, eight, 16 to 18 off, you know, mm-hmm. six to eight on, you know. Right. And uh, it's definitely working and I'm less hungry. So I've been moving a lot, but I've spent way too much money. Because I've gone and I've gotten, I mean, when this job started, I got those Blundstone Chucka, you know, not Chucka, Chelsea boots. Chelsea boots. And I got, and I got the red, I got red wing Chucka boots, like the brown, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yep. And then while I was off this week, two pair of Warby Parker glasses, saw the optometrist. Um, I, uh, what else did I get? I got, uh, I got like, Four pairs of sneakers, but two pairs of Vans. I've never owned Vans. Despite being a 50-year-old guy, never owned Vans. No, no version uh, of Vans? You didn't have the checkered slip Never had the slip. Or? So I just got the slip-on Vans. Uh, one was a camouflage and version, and one was just black with a white sole, I you was, know, the white rubber. I was at the yeah. store, in when we were in New Orleans, there's a, a big Vans uh, location down by the in the French Quarter. And uh, mm-hmm. everybody that was in there was super cool. They were they were I, the the people that worked there. I, you know, was having conversations, and it was pretty masked up at that point. You know, it's been a while back, but um, the uh, Rachel was standing there, and I pull up this uh, uh, this cap, uh, baseball cap kind of thing, and uh, it, it was uh, flat brim. And uh, it had I don't remember mm-hmm. what it said Vans uh, you know 1969 or something on the front it was it was I liked the the patch that was on it any anyway I put the thing on I look at Rachel I go too flat right and she just laughs and I look over and there's this little black girl that's working in there and she was just like yeah I couldn't see her face I couldn't see her her mouth but I could tell just by the expression of her eyes she was like oh my god take that off. <laughs> She was just doing that. No, 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 no. Like like the hand, the hand going back and forth, like flat, like nah. Yeah, she's like no, 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 no. You, you could probably almost see her facial expression underneath the mask in your mind. You're like, oh, okay. I I got her tongue. I got what you're laying down. Her tongue was stuck out, like, you know, like, you know. Yeah, I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 you're right. You know, it's like I got to find a dad hat if I'm gonna get get a cat. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I also got I also got Adidas Adidas original Sam Smiths the the mm. white with the green. Mm-hmm. What's that? You caught me drinking. Um, yeah, yeah, the Stan Smiths. I've never owned those. Never owned those. I had them way back in the day. And they're 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 so they're almost the same price everywhere, eighty to eighty five. Yeah. And I went to the Jersey Shore premium outlets, and those outlets are usually bullshit, right? right. You buy one for full price and then fifty percent off. They're not that much less. Doesn't yeah. matter if it's Nike, whatever. And so, but I went in there and, and I, I find my size, ring me up and they, they're the, the price is labeled $80 and yeah. rings up as 40. Yeah. 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 I couldn't have gotten out of there sooner. I was like, I think they made a mistake. But <laughs> I'm Adidas. like, I mean, cause the, those outlets don't typically work that way. Adidas at the outlet. Sometimes I've noticed, uh, I've been in a couple different uh, ones that, uh, the, the prices were, were like, like that. I was in there and I got, um, the, the, like, you know, the classic you know 
whatever that 90s rapper cap toe adidas that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, been around forever yeah the shell top adidas shell the top. ones that the run dmc kind of made famous yeah run dmc and beastie boys everybody yeah you know, yep. pretty much had those yep. yeah they were the same thing they were supposed to be like i don't know in the 85 or something like that or 89 or something like that they were half price i was like you gotta be kidding me it's like i should have bought like black yeah, and white yeah. and yeah well you know it, i mean it's spring and i'm wearing these you know chelsea boots slip on chelsea you know muck what do you call them like you know the mucker well, type boots and like yeah it, they're not it's not really appropriate for this time of year yeah and so you know so but it's uh it's it's been a good week I mean, I'm I'm exhausted, and like uh, my my, my I've run so much, my my left heel is killing me. I got to start. Running. Hurts. I've been I've been I've been what I've been doing is I've been uh, I've been in the sauna pretty much every day, and I've been uh, trying to up the both the temperature and the time, and so now uh, I can do like in the 160s uh, close to 170 when it's between 160 and 170 i can pretty much get 45 minutes then i gotta tap out and then i'm starting to feel like i'm just gonna completely pass out but uh so i've been i've been and like you said you start to lose weight i've been doing the, the uh 20 and 4 fasting thing quite a bit you've uh, been you're doing 24 20, 20 20 hours of fasting and four hours of eating right yeah that's intense that's pretty hardcore i mean the 18.6 doesn't seem so bad i thought it would feel bad but it doesn't it actually seems almost easier for me and again i feel less hungry 20 and 4 is not that bad either i could the 18 would be would be i think pretty simple i was i was talking to the cardiologist guy uh and he was talking about ramadan um which is a month long i didn't know this muslims i knew they fasted but it's also it's food and water so they can they don't eat uh, or drink any 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 liquids no food between um, during the sun at sunlight hours. So um, like here, I was looking at w- what that would be. So it'd be like six forty five a.m. right now till about like seven thirty p.m. They they don't have any you know which is not as long a period of time as what I'm fasting. But the, if you throw in the water part of it, I was like, God, that would suck. I I, I would have to I I, I need. Some at least some liquid going on going on while I'm doing. Oh, that. for sure. I mean, like, I like, I cheat. My cheat is cold brew with oat milk. It's only a couple of ounces of oat milk. Yeah. I mean, I theoretically should be doing it black or not doing it at all. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm not holding it, and I'm not holding myself accountable if I have a cheat, a quote unquote cheat day. Because who the hell am I cheating myself? Yeah, you know, right, exactly. This is really yeah, for yeah. me to make better food choices and not to snack because I'm just sitting around all day in a car. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm avoiding going to the craft service table and making poor food choices and eating carbs and sugar that are just going to make me hungrier and make me want to crave more. So it's not an exact science for me. I'm not reading into it. And it's not just to lose weight. Again, it is a an ends to a means to make better choices yeah. and, and try to lose some weight and stay stay more fit because you don't get there by just exercising. You're very few people you need to to do the nutrition right. Yeah, you, I think I from think what so I, from what little I know and anecdotally on my own, that's right. what you gotta do. Right. You know, um, if, if, and if none of it works out, you could, uh, have, have you been, sh- you know, with all your shopping this week, uh, have you, have you jumped on the caftan craze, the caftan? 
men's caftan. No, but you've talked about this before. The caftan Hold on. thing. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Um, I think, I, I, yeah, so the, the caftan, we, I've got some friends that are, they're going to have a caftan party. Then, oh, uh, you did talk about this. Yeah, the moo moo, the, yeah. the, the beach, the beach pullover. So I was, I was asking, you know, again, going back to the, you know, I, I don't know a lot of people that might have worn one of these. So I, I was asking the cardiologist guy and he, he thought it was pretty funny because I was like, you know, uh, you know, where, where would you buy one of these things? I haven't. I haven't bought one yet, um, and he's like, "Well, you know, there's." He's telling me he just could get online and search, but he goes, "There's like he goes, they sell them at Walmart." I'm like, "Walmart? You can buy a men's mm-hmm. caftan?" It's like, "Yeah, well, you know, there's Muslims in some areas of the country and <laughs> and stuff." And so then I start thinking, "All right, you know, uh, if I get one of these, and I'm I'm gonna have to because I I, I pretty much want to go to this to this uh, this party." Um, there's 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 some styles that okay it would be totally i would look like some fucking idiot politician you know trying to you know culturally appropriate (laughs) (laughs) i'm going i'm going to text you right you said this i kind of didn't remember what a caftan is i'm going to text you what i just found and literally i saw the image of it in the google search and it's from it's from walmart it's from Walmart, it's, really? Because I, I Googled caftan man, okay? Okay. This is ridiculous. And you tell... <laughs> you know exactly some what you're them, talking about. And it, this totally confirms it. Yeah, some of them, um, are, though, are very plain. They're just kind of like a... Uh, you know, you, you see guys... You know, you know you're know, you in a more populated area where you have a little more uh, diversity than, uh, than we would here, frankly. You probably see people wearing something like this on the street, perhaps. Um, yeah, well, I've, I've I have seen a couple of people in New York City wearing something similar or some sort of get up, whether it's colorful or just like I'm sorry, where did you just finish a Broadway show? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and so, did you get the text? Were you were you in the Lion King? <laughs> Yeah, uh, see, did you see the text? Yes, what I just I've, I've got it. You know, and I'm 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 halfway thinking. Other than the fact that if I get photographed, there's got to be some way to offset this a little bit. I was thinking if I could get like a Carhartt um, tag on it somewhere, like like it's made by Carhartt or something. Right, right, right. yeah. But, but what it looks like is Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yeah, you know, Joseph yeah. and the coat of many colors. It yeah. looks <laughs> like who could, listen, I, I suppose who could wear that earnestly? Then again, I wear the most hipster Warby Parker. Now clear isn't good enough for me. I needed frosted gray. Frosted Same frames, gray. frosted gray. Not exactly. I, I like the frames. I like the way they look, right? But, I mean, I could see someone going, like, on Staten Island when I'm, like, looking at them with their masks down. They're looking at me like, who the fuck is that guy? Who let him on Staten Island? I just found one that looks kind of almost like something like a priest would wear almost. <laughs> it's really ridiculous. <laughs> I'm a man of the cloth. A man of the cloth. I don't know. I You know, and then there, there there's some of these that just look like, they, they do. I've seen, you know, dude, dudes walking around in airports and stuff with these on, you know, guys from <laughs> other countries. Or, <laughs> would you uh, wear anything underneath? Oh, that's the other question. What and what do you wear for shoes with some shit like this? You know, it's like some hey, sandals. Yeah, you know, that's a no-brainer. Jesus that's boots. Like, I put on the as my, or barefoot. Just go barefoot, man. I was thinking I get something. You know, maybe combat boots. I, I kind of want to. Like I said, I kind of want to. Uh, I want to offset it a little bit somehow. I don't have any combat boots, but um, I, I do have some some dumbass hipster hipster boots. Uh, I have some. Uh, I have my. Uh, I have my uh, Iron Ranger boots from. Uh, from uh from 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 uh red wing i've read red wing yeah that's I, what i have i have the, uh, the iron horse the iron ranger whatever iron they're ranger. called yeah yeah are yours heavy mine are pretty heavy 
They're, they're a heavy boot. You, you put those on. Yeah, they are very heavy, actually. Yes, they're very heavy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you walk around with those yeah. very long. I heard Marin, we were talking about him on one of the recent podcasts, but he was on some kind of a rant about <laughs> uh, the uh, salvage jeans slash iron iron range boot guy wearing guys nazis he was calling them he, he was it was very tongue-in-cheek right. he was he was joking about yeah, it but, but it was yeah. yeah and i was like okay asshole quit making fun of me but <laughs> um yeah i i uh no i like i like my boots i like uh, both of my boots i like the blundstones uh i love that they slip on the blundstones are great um, i don't the, yeah. the thing about the Blundstones that's, I, that uh, is user-friendly, I believe. I don't have a pair of Blundstones, but I, I would, uh, uh, after uh, having a pair of Chelsea boots, the thing that uh, you really, if you're, if you're shopping for a Chelsea boot, find ones with the big loopy things that you can grab. To the the tabs, the, the little tabs. loop tabs on the front and the back where you can kind of stretch them and pull them on. It you makes want, all the difference. Yeah, you want big ones. Yeah, the ones that you can get your finger in easily. God bless you. Excuse, I didn't. I couldn't get in time, get to the mute in time. Sorry, sorry. Uh, sorry my sorry. cough button. That's all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you have a cough button on your mixer? Um, I do somewhere. I don't know where it's at though. I'm, you do. I'm, you do. I'm, I'm thinking about, <laughs> your setup changes a lot. I'm gonna buy a. Like I've been threatening to buy a different mixer, but um, uh, yeah, I've got the. Uh, I've got the. Uh, my mixer fund is is funded. I just haven't. Uh, made up my mind to yeah, the trigger I, yet. Y y the reason the reason I wouldn't buy one right now is because it's truly something that I will not use today and get enough out of it. You I know, would use it every other week when we record this, but it's not enough to justify the purchase. I may tell you something. Whereas I'm yeah. gonna tell you something that may change your mind. Okay. That um <laughs> which okay, one the zoom? The road the road one that's in the same yeah, the road uh, yes. whatever it is. Okay. They just came out with new firmware for that. Uh, that's I guess it's in um, it's in beta, but it's uh, it's coming real quick, and you can get the beta version. Uh, anybody can. You don't have to be on a you know like a sign up program or anything like that. But um, you can. Um, the slides will um, all the slides on the on the board itself uh, will now connect to uh, any DAW system that you have. So you can run your DAW system online with that, with the slides, with the manual slides on there, which I think is pretty cool. And the buttons, you can uh, assign the buttons. That all the there's like a bank of nine big buttons on the side, colored buttons that are uh, a cool to look at, and b uh, wouldn't it be great if those ran a video switcher? They do now. Yeah, they. So you're you're talking about the Rodecaster Pro, yes. five hundred ninety nine dollars, right. and they're updating their firmware here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All so right. you can do. Right. You can run your digital audio stuff on on your on screen using the manual slides. And then if you want to, if you mm -hmm. had multiple cameras and you want to do some sort of video switching thing, the buttons you can set up for video switching, which is pretty, so pretty, here's pretty cool. I'm, I'm reading the beta now. Yeah. Version two point one point two comes with MIDI support, new sound pad modes, profanity button, and trash talk mode. Interesting. I would imagine that's something like a. Delay you. It makes some sort of a little noise or something to if somebody mm -hmm. swears or whatever. Yep. And then there's a, a walkthrough PDF about setting up the MIDI with DAW, blah, 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 streaming software. Ah, uh, okay. They're, it's brilliant that they're doing it as a as a firmware update. Yeah, that makes total sense. Uh, does the, Do you know if this one, ha if you can record directly to yeah. uh, an internal card? Yeah, you can. Because that's the thing that I like about the Zoom, right? Like yeah. the thing where you can have it be portable. There was other thing was uh, I thought the Zoom might have been better with phone calls. Maybe. This, um, it was a dongle. 
Yeah, the Zoom's got a dongle thing. I think that probably, I, I think um, the road uh, with just everything that's on board without buying anything extra, although it's, I think it's like $100 more expensive or maybe $200. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's got more going on. It's also got really uh, advanced um, uh, audio processing stuff uh, in it as well. We're getting into some geeky stuff here that probably nobody cares about, but um, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. It's yeah, you know, six hundred bucks, but um, yes. they've, they've yeah. Done, yeah, they've done some amazing things with it already. So yeah, and uh, I thought hmm. for anybody that's looking for a cheap video switching unit, a lot of them are shit. But um, the one that, if it actually works and you can do some some switching, uh, and if you can, it would be really cool if they'd let you run one of those uh, one of those pots, one of those slide pots, um, as a uh, fader bar. Then that would be uh, that would be dope as hell. But anyway, yeah. Uh, again, it, it it's for me. It's not. I, you don't want to get one until I know that out of the box I'm going to use it and I'm going to yeah well, use it for more than just this. You know, yeah. in in terms of because you know we we can do this. I mean, if, whatever. If if I sneeze on Mike, no big deal. We've had bigger you know gaffes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. You know. Um, but you know, I like the idea of it, but, uh, I got to curb, I got to curb the, I mean, for me, you know, justifying, you know, footwear and eyeglasses, it's like, yeah, I'm going to use them every day, you know, not every day, but I'm going to switch between the, you know, I just found a really dope looking two-tone caftan. Okay. Yeah. You know, it almost sounds like when we're talking caftan and combat boots and footwear, it sounds like like two teenage boys. They're like, we're gonna make the shift. Like we were metalheads, but like, yo, yo, let's mix it up. Let's do it. Yo, for junior year, for junior year, caftans. What? We'll get get a band. It's like a thing, but small. What? What? We're gonna do it. We'll do a band. (laughs) What kind of music we're gonna listen to? I'd be EDM folk. I don't know. Peter Paul Mary (laughs) folk EDM. (laughs) Yeah, but it's it's twenty twenty one exactly. Who's listening to Peter Paul Mary? What? Okay, yo, Puff the Magic Dragon. Yo, that's about smoking, except in New Zealand. That song got banned in New Zealand. What? (laughs) Speaking of uh, stealing an idea, have you have you seen Dolomite? Is my name? Have you seen this? The uh, I do not. I mean, I uh, is that the the Eddie Murphy? Yes, Netflix one. And he's got a fucking. No, I haven't seen a, it. He's wearing a caftan on this thing too. I started. I just started watching it this afternoon, and uh, I've, I'm not through it. But um, it's started. It's it has started off way better than than it way it's it's exceeded my expectations <laughs> by a lot. It's it's actually, I think, pretty well right. done. A Did you finish of, it? No, I just started it. And I've only got, <laughs> yeah. I want to do a poll of all my friends of movies you started watching and how many movies you've actually completed because oh, I'm finding it harder and harder to finish movies. It's I do sometimes it'll take me you know three or four different stabs at something and then I'm like did, oh I, my God. did I finish it and then I find stuff on on Netflix all the time that I'm it's the, the bar is like you know 15 minutes across so <laughs> yeah I, I don't remember watching this did I watch it what the fuck is this what why did I stop watching did it you, you know did you watch Nomadland? Yes, yeah, yeah. The whole thing? The whole thing, yeah. You yeah. should get like a gold star. It took a couple Susie times. and I started to watch it. Yeah. I fell asleep so fast. Pretty slow. Like I Pretty fell asleep slow. within 40 minutes. It is so slow and so boring. And the director did a fine job <sighs> casting real people yeah, yeah, yeah. to play versions of themselves, right? These van life people. Yeah. Right? And so, so I'm watching, and I listen. 
Francis, Francis McDormand, I think is fantastic she as is. an actress, always has been. She's almost too good in this that I feel like I'm just watching a boring documentary. It's got and a documentary so, feel, yeah, it does. Yeah, and and so so she, so Susie um she, she just like once I fell asleep, it was like eight fifteen, eight thirty. This is last Saturday, like before I knew my job shut down. And she's like, "Baby, you've been asleep for like you know like twenty minutes. You don't know what even what's going on. I don't think I missed much. Okay, we can just keep going." And then at nine thirty, she's like, "Done, done. Went to bed." It's like, okay, and so she went back in and she watched it because she really wants to watch these movies, um, these uh, you know uh, uh, Oscar nominated important films. movies yeah movies that were nominated right we right. haven't i don't know that we'll get through them before the oscars which i believe is next sunday the 25th I is think. it really i think so i i can't say for sure maybe not hold on do they oscars. have enough movies that, I, it would, I wouldn't even think they'd have enough movies to hardly even have an event this year because there's been a lot of stuff that's been yep it's uh, it's down. it is it's sunday april 25th so yeah so we we watched minari the Korean immigrant film, they come to America and he wants to become a farmer. We did watch that. Okay. We, we streamed that. It was okay. Kind of boring. It was, it was whatever. Um, I don't know what else we've watched. Uh, I saw Chicago 7, the trial of the Chicago 7, because I worked on it. I've seen that. Um, yeah. And of course, I wanted to see it. I thought it was fine. I don't necessarily think it's great, but it's fine. The timing of it is right, or was right. Um and so, uh, you know, so, but we, we were, we were looking for movies. We were trying to go the Oscar route, you know, Oscar nominated films. And we ended up on Netflix and I played the trailer for Thunder Force. Have you seen what that is? Mm -mm. Do you know what that is? No. So it is, um, it's Melissa McCarthy and oh, Octavia okay. Spencer and Melissa McCarthy's husband, Ben Falcone, who may, he was definitely in Bridesmaids, uh, but he's directed other stuff that she's done, uh, you know, and uh, it is, Melissa McCarthy is just this, is, becomes best friends with Octavia Spencer, who's a very smart, geeky, young black girl in high school. And Melissa McCarthy is just like this burnout kind of bully, but she sticks up for her and they become lifelong friends. And Octavia Spencer's character gets very famous. Anyway, the whole thing turns out into a ridiculous over the top mutant superhero movie with villains or whatever. Bobby Cannavale's in it. Um, Matt, you know, um, Jason Bateman is in it and it's really dumb. But while we were watching it, there's a scene in the trailer of uh you know looking what to watch of octavia spencer in like a superhero costume and and melissa mccarthy in a in a weird like jumpsuit like she's a janitor in front of a warehouse and they're singing kiss from a rose seal from the batman 2 movie the second batman thing right right and it's pretty damn funny and and susie loves she just loves seal and loves that song yeah. and she's just like let's just watch it and we watched the whole thing i think she watched it again with her kids i think they were amused a little bit but not as much and it's really dumb i do not recommend it but there are scenes and there's stuff that i'm like this is exactly what i wanted this is exactly what i needed you know it's not an oscar <laughs> winner but it's more entertaining than some of the oscar nominated films i've watched yeah yeah you know if it's funny it made you laugh you know it's like yeah a lot of those you know, it's rare for for comedies to to get even like included so yeah i don't know I'll, I'll yeah i don't know the last time i mean i you know but i it at the end of the day you know who votes for oscar nominated 
films? Uh, no, people that work in the business. Who yeah. are you voting for? Your friends? Sure, yeah. Y you know? Or whomever you think the liberal media thinks you should vote for. You know? <laughs> I have a uh, I have a friend that uh, he's a he's a big music guy and uh, he's uh, he, he's uh, was or is still is I guess you know uh, Warren Zevon fan. And every year when they do the nominations for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing, he loses his fucking mind because Warren Zevon's not in. He hasn't been nominated. I mean, maybe he's been nominated, but he's not in. And so the rock and roll. Are you serious? He's not in. There's there's others that are big that haven't gotten in either. And um, apparently, um, Jan Wenner is that his name? Jan, the the guy from Rolling Stone. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's got a major, I guess, voice as to who actually gets in and who doesn't. And uh, if he had some sort of a axe to grind with somebody, he just leaves him out. And for whatever reason, huh. uh, I guess uh, he's uh, not included some pretty pretty big people. If you, he he has yet to. This is from 2013. He has yet to even appear on a Hall of Fame ballot, even though his 2003 death finally made the public aware of his incredible genius. I vaguely remember Warren Zevon being a bit of a polarizing character. He right? was he like a brilliant musician, but I mean, I, he, Letterman loved him. Yeah, David Letterman, Letterman. Yeah, he did. He used to have him on all the time. And there was a time, I think, when, when he hated, not Letterman, Zevon hated Werewolves of London. Hated playing it. Hated dealing with it. it was like stop defining me by this one fucking song. I so would, yeah. maybe there are people who are against him. I don't know. I don't know what the whole story is or, or what it, what it might possibly be. But yeah, and there's there's others that are uh, I guess of pretty. I don't remember if you Google not included in Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you'll get a list that pops up that's uh, pretty large. And uh, sometimes there have been some instances where. Uh, somebody's gone to bat real hard for somebody and uh, managed mm -hmm. managed to get them in for whatever mm -hmm. reason but it's one guy it's one one dude this guy from the rolling stone apparently uh is blackballing certain people and they're you'd think werewolves of london as big as that song was and as you know and he had other songs that were uh semi-hits for him and some stuff that uh, well, he had a lot of stuff that was covered by other artists and things you'd think that would be a big enough deal that would get him in certainly there's also a bunch of there's a bunch of session musicians there's a bunch of session guys or, or guys that um were out in bands um a lot that were on a bunch of uh a bunch of uh you know well if you, even if you looked at, like the wrecking crew i don't know if those guys are in or not but you know some of those um those studio guys but there's also um guys that were in bands that were huge that um should be in that aren't um there's a guitar guy wadi wachtel that um played with a bunch of um on a bunch of stuff in the in the 70s and 80s 90s that were all huge huge songs wadi wachtel the guitarist and um there's another guy um I'm trying to think of uh, the dude that, um, uh, shoot, there's a guy that was the vocalist for the band Ace that had the song How Long. He was the vocalist for on that. His first name's Paul. Paul something or other. He was, um, the, he was the lead vocalist for Mike and the Mechanics when they were around and had some big hits in the, I guess that would have been the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, yep. And he was also, yep. um, oh, shoot, he did How Long Has This Been Going On With Ace? He had another thing. Um, I'm trying to remember these. He said he's had two or three songs that were like huge, huge, iconic sort of songs, and he's not included. So, 
Well, I uh, yeah, I don't pay attention much to that. I mean, I've watched a couple of the award shows when HBO was putting them on, and they were entertaining. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's an article here from with Barnes Eva on November twelfth, twenty twenty. Uh, Glide magazine, never heard of it, but whatever. Ross Warner wrote, and the, the headline is Open Up the Gates. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame may not deserve him, but let Warren Zevon in. I think it's going to take a documentary. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know, Paul Carrick is the guy I was trying to think of, by the way. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, 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 uh, it's a weird deal, but um, yeah, this, like I said, this friend of mine just completely goes into meltdown mode when he sees the list all the time. And they let, uh, <laughs> They're like Tina Turner in this year. That was that was like bizarre. She, she would she just got in, and I think they they put her in with her uh, the her her, I think it was I, Ike and Tina Turner is who they put in together, wow. and Ike you know he mm. was a fucking abusive. He beat the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. She the, the, sure the thought was put her in by herself, not with that fuck. Right, <laughs> but yeah. Ike's into now now when this guy okay even if you agree. With the guy losing his shit over Warren Zevon not getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Do you find it kind of funny? And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we talk.